and welcome to this extra bonus episode of the Food for Thought podcast. I'm your host, Erin Hallstrom. Are you or your company currently using an ERP system? Perhaps you've been utilizing material requirements planning or production requirements planning for longer than you can remember. It might be time for you to now upgrade to Advanced Requirements Planning, or ARP. Like your cell phone, your personal computer, and your television, technology marches on, and the latest editions really do have more functionality than the previous versions. That's also true for your ERP system. Advanced Requirements Planning not only accounts for expiring lots, but also helps to plan for yield losses as well as overlapping operations. During a recent webinar, Food Processing Editor-in-Chief Dave Usaro sat down with Kate Warner, Senior Solution Engineer for Plex Systems. They discussed why food and beverage manufacturers need more from their material requirements planning. In this episode of the podcast, you can listen to that conversation. If you'd like to learn more about advanced requirements planning, or if you'd like to access white papers on supply chain planning, the state of smart manufacturing, and how to stay agile during demand planning, then be sure to click the link in our show notes. Enjoy the special episode. Good afternoon, or good morning to you West Coasters. And welcome to Food Processing's webinar, When MRP is Not Enough, Advanced Requirements Planning. Our webinar today is sponsored by Plex Systems, a developer of software-as-a-service solutions for manufacturers. They offer a, a manufacturing execution system, enterprise resource planning, quality management systems, supply chain planning, production monitoring, MES automation and orchestration, and asset performance, and I'm probably missing a few. The Plex Smart Manufacturing Platform is a digital system of record that connects people, systems, machines, and supply chains, automates business processes, tracks data from the shop floor to the top floor, and delivers analytics for visibility, quality, and control. And Plex was acquired by Rockwell Automation just last September. And their speaker today, right here, is Kate Warner, Senior Solution Engineer. So with that, uh, take it away, Kate. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon, everyone. As uh, David mentioned, my name is Kate Warner. I'm a Senior Solution Engineer with Plex Systems. And here I'm talk about here to talk about when MRP is not enough. Advanced Requirements Planning and how we can differentiate MRP specifically for the needs of food and beverage manufacturers. With that in mind, we're going to dive into those advanced requirement planning for the F&B and process manufacturers, highlighting the Plex Domain Caster supply chain planning tool. What we've found for many food and beverage manufacturers is there are complex planning needs that exist for food and beverage and process customers that don't exist in the typical world of discrete manufacturing. Between the needs of F&B customers and typical PRP, MRP solutions and ERP, 
even our own such as Plex, there is a planning gap. With the Plex Domain Caster product, we've aimed to close that planning gap, focusing on critical functionality, including dynamic lead time, making sure that we're planning for lots and expiring material, planning for complex distribution networks, overlapping operations, and planning yields. We found the functionality necessary and required to be included in MRP engines for food and beverage manufacturers. So when we look at a current planning MRP process, as it exists in a majority of MRP, ERP systems today, we've identified a few critical gaps. One of which is that many MRP systems tend to explode requirements with static lead times. The same lead time is used for a finished good regardless of the lot or job size. We're unable to plan for expiring material and inventory lots. So when we're going through our MRP and planning process, current on-hand material may include material that is not usable out into the future due to expiring or material passing that ship by date, that necessary shelf life that we need to provide to our customers. And ends up giving customers a false sense of availability and stock levels. A lot of MRP systems as well look at inventory as a net rather than supporting buildings. So you can't optimize across distribution networks. Whether you're keeping material in warehouses or at your manufacturing locations, at co-manufacturers, et cetera, by looking at inventory from a single pool, again, it can give that full sense of availability and prevent the ability to optimize on an item location specific basis. Not supporting overlapping operations means that we cannot look at jobs or production orders on a sequential basis. Downstream operations are planned to start as soon as a container is produced at the end of the line and not able to have that intricacy of consistent processing or overlap between uh, different operations. And that can lead to a lot longer lead times when necessary when planning for production. Lastly, we often find that typical MRP engines aren't accounting for yield requirements. Fixed and variable losses are an everyday need for food and beverage manufacturers. Understanding those losses, understanding that yield is important in ensuring that we have the right inventory and reducing risk of over or under stocking on our inventory. All pretty clear gaps within the MIRP process, but what does this actually mean for a typical food and beverage manufacturer? Well, there are some key negative consequences that can occur when your MRP system are missing these critical capabilities essential for food and beverage manufacturers. First and foremost, to mitigate risk, we often see increased safety stocks. Now, if we're not planning for those lots and expirations, those safety stocks can put us at risk of material expiring and obsolescence. We particularly see these increase in raw material inventory. 
We're going to have increased width inventory as well. And ultimately, inaccurate production schedules and allocated resources. We can't produce in a just-in-time fashion, and we don't have that flexibility we need to be able to respond to last-minute customer needs. As we're looking at this capability, these different negative consequences, as we can see, we've got increased risk, increased cost, and potential increased obsolescence and cash flow tied up in inventory. So what do we do to address these needs? This is where we have driven towards this advanced requirement planning system. By focusing on the critical needs of food and beverage manufacturers, we've targeted these critical gaps with current ERP MRP systems to really help food and beverage manufacturers create that digital twin of their planning environment. Our system is built around an APIX framework and future-proofed to make sure that we look at transfer orders, driving towards future unit of measures, alternate bonds and routing, and planning for co-products and byproducts within our MRP engine. At the end of Q1 2022, we also introduced a constraint-based capacity planning engine, allowing to constrain production plans based off of machine line constraints. And we're able to integrate with advanced business planning as well to optimize uh, sales and operations planning processes and bring in POS data to take some of that volatility out of demand plans. Ultimately, we're including those really valuable planning capabilities, as discussed earlier, to help food and manufacturers get what they need out of their MRP system. Let's dive into a couple of these critical areas and see what this looks like. First and foremost, let's talk about planning for expiring loss. So as we're looking out at future, future inventory, being able to see and visualize where we're going to hit expiration and ship by date is critical in understanding our inventory availability. When we run a requirement plan within the Plex demand caster system, we will look at future loss, look at that ship by date, an expiring date and highlight where lots are expiring before material will be consumed. With future planned orders, we can see where those orders that are being planned will see inventory expire before they are consumed as well. What this allows planners to do is proactively make decisions of where to pull forward or push out production or reduce the size of planning jobs that they are creating in order to buffer against expiring material and obsolescence. Planning for yield loss. Now, I don't know a single plant that I've been to as a food and beverage manufacturer where I have not seen some sort of fixed loss or yield. Walking around the floor, you see bins of non-conforming material. You see spills as we look at lines or even just fixed loss of material as it moves throughout the production process. In order to accurately plan the bill of materials needed for our production jobs, estimating those yield losses and including those in our MRP and planning processes are essential. Without looking at those fixed loss and those potential yields, 
for our raw material, we may not have enough raw material needed to complete our future demand requirements. Next, we really focused on dynamic lead time. So what do we mean when we say dynamic lead time? Well, essentially what this is going to do is it's going to look at planning orders and material requirements based on capacity and order size and not just a stated lead time. This leads us to generate a much more accurate lead time so that we can ask, uh, determine when to schedule jobs and purchase the material that we need for those jobs. Especially if we're lever weighing timing of resources with potential spoilage and expiring material, getting a true sense of lead time is critical to ensuring the correct labor and inventory investment. Here we see lead time of each suggested order and its operation is going to be calculated based on the operation lead time, setup time, run duration, and queue time. Dynamic lead time is going to be calculated for each suggested order within a firm order horizon. And then beyond that firm order horizon where we haven't committed to those production orders yet, we can leverage that static lead time to be able to project out long-range requirements for packaging and other material. Looking at overlapping operations. So within our MRP process, we're also able to bounce against critical capacity plans. As I'm looking at these overlapping operations, we're able to begin operations and subsequent op start or finish. We can say, hey, we need a specific amount. So going through my fill line, we can start moving on to packaging when we're 30% of the way done with our prior operation or a certain amount into that operation. Again, we can look at the right inventory being allocated for consumption and production. We can manage shorter lead times and ultimately plan our resources effectively as a result. Last but not least, when we're looking at those critical capabilities for food and beverage manufacturers, we're going to be able to look at being able to plan by building. Food and beverage manufacturers tend to have a slightly more complex distribution planning than a traditional discrete manufacturer. Whether or not we're managing things by sending them to cold storage warehouses or just having multiple different sites of production, we need to make sure that we're balancing our inventory appropriately across our distribution network. By leveraging distribution requirements planning and multi-building planning within MRP, we can calculate safety stocks and order points, looking at the trends of an item in the location in which it's stored. This way, balancing material effectively across all of our locations and making sure we meet those complex demand requirements. By focusing on dynamic lead time, lot expiration, planning by building, and overlapping operations and yield loss, the main casters advanced requirements planning has taken MRP one step further for food and beverage manufacturers. 
focusing on those critical capabilities needed to reduce risk, obsolescence, and ultimately lead to the appropriate planning of material, resources, and capacity. everyone listening to the Food for Thought podcast today, thank you for tuning in. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Be sure to tune in next time as we talk more about the stories behind the headlines of the food and beverage industry. Take care. Have a great day.